What up, my glip glops? And welcome back to the second episode of the Weekend Drive here at Small Market Insecurities. It's your solo host tonight, Phil Razor, coming to you from the frozen tundra of my 800-something square foot apartment in Columbus, Ohio. We have a lot to go over tonight. Uh, we're going to start off, actually, with our parlays because these are fun, and I know everybody likes to fade Nate, but we added a new one this week. Our producer, Brian Harvey, shout out to Brian, you are the fucking man has decided that uh, he wants to uh, include an NBA parlay for the weekend. And I love that idea. And everybody at the team loved that idea. So we are going to implement that tonight. But let's start off with Stack Eye Nate's Week 8 parlay. First, he is he says, lay the points, boys and girls and everybody else that gambles, you degenerates. Bills minus 13.5 against the Dolphins. He loves it. Lay the points. I say lay him, too. I love it, too. Second one he has, Brown Steelers, and I will hop into that gong show. He says take the over on 42.5, and and I would tend to agree there as well. Obviously, this podcast, uh, we have fans of of both teams, so this will be be a fun one to watch on Sunday. Hop over to the Eagles and the Lions, over under 48. Nate, who rarely lives by the under, is telling you to take it. I also would tend to agree. So we are going under on the 48 in the Eagles-Lions game. Colts, minus one and a half against the Titans. He's saying take the points for the Colts. That's interesting. I would probably give the points to the Titans, though the Colts are the hungrier team, and we will get into that too. And last but not least, pulling up the rear of the Stack I Nate Parlay of the Week. He has the Vikings on the money line. I like that too. So... Only pretty much one disagreement between Nate and I there, but he is the seasoned vet, so I will um, abide by what he has here. All right, so we're going to hop over to the NBA parlay segment here. And before we hop into it, make sure you guys go follow uh, our producer, Brian, on all social media. Harvey underscore zero zero on Instagram. Harvey 824 on TikTok. He is very funny on TikTok. And then on Twitter at underscore Brian H23. So give him a follow on all three of those outlets as well. But let's hop into the picks that Brian has for us tonight. He's saying Pacers Nets 223 take the under. He's saying Kings Pacers minus one take the points for the Kings. And we love the Kings. They follow us, as we mentioned, every podcast. As we're stipulated at every grace to mention, we love Blue Powerade. So, shout out to the Kings. And then the final leg of the parlay is the Clippers-Trailblazers game tomorrow, tonight, sorry. Uh, 227 is the over-under. He's saying take the under. So, Brian, big under guy 
Big under guy. He's the uh, total opposite of Stack I Nate. Um, I would love to compare winnings at the end of the year between the two of them based on Nate's propensity to take the over and Brian's intuition on taking the under. So let's, guys, let's hop into this. We have a fuck ton of content to get through. Let's go on. Week eight. Obviously, you will have known who wins the uh, Cardinals-Packers game by the time this airs. Um, every receiver and their mother's out, including maybe DeAndre Hopkins, last I saw. Um, but he perpetually lives on the on the injury report. So I'm going to guess he plays. But let's hop into Sunday, shall we? There are a lot of good games going on on Sunday. Let's start off. The Bengals of the Jets. Mike White is starting for the Jets, so I'm going to give that game to the Bengals. I don't care what the odds are. I really don't care if Joe Burrow throws two picks. I think they win no matter what. So I think Joe Mixon's going to have a big day. I think Joe Burrow's going to have a big day. And I think uh, your current and odds-on favorite at like minus 137 right now, um, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jamar Chase, is also going to have a field day on the hapless, hopeless New York, New York football Jets. So they can get the fuck out. Next game. Um, big one for AFC South supremacy. The Titans can pretty much, uh, give themselves a very nice, comfortable lead when they travel to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Now, this game is fascinating. I like the quarterback matchup. Tannehill, the game manager against Carson Wentz, the playmaker. I love that. Um, will Derrick Henry get 30 carries? Probably. When does he not? He's averaging roughly around that per game this year. The Colts have a great stable of running backs. I like guys like Jonathan Taylor. I like Marlon Mack, and I like Naheem Hines. I think they have really good, uh, good stable of running backs there. A couple, you know, a bunch of stallions in there. I also like the tight end matchup in this game. I think the Colts. It's favored to the Colts. I think Jack Doyle and Mo Ali Cox are both very good. Um, receiving core, you got to go Titans as long as you know Julio and AJ are both playing. But it's not like the Colts are any slouch in that position either. So um, defensively, they're both good. Uh, the Titans are a stalwart. They've proven that, uh, having beaten the Bills and the – I am blanking. Holy shit, I just blanked. The Chiefs. Holy fuck, boys. The Bills and the Chiefs within six days of each other. Um, but I'm going to give the edge to the Colts' defense here. Darius Leonard leads a tough, tough charge. So, and he's, you know, one of the best linebackers in the NFL, if not the best linebacker in the National Football League. So, I love that game. I think the Titans will win. I think they'll, they'll control the clock. But I think Derrick Henry's going to have a day where he runs 32 times for 85 yards and a touchdown. It's not going to be a monster fantasy day, in my opinion, from Derrick Henry. But I will take the Titans to win that game. Um, skip that matchup. Let's go right down to the one that most of our listeners are going to care about the most. And that includes you Bengals fans because you guys have a free win, so you'll be keeping an eye on this game. The 3-3 three and three Pittsburgh Steelers take on the 4-3 and three Cleveland Browns. I love this matchup. It is painful as an Ohioan who is not a fan of either team to hang out with friends, <laughs> you know, whether it be a house party, a bar, whatever, and watch the Steelers play the Browns or the Steelers play the Bengals. In this case, obviously the Browns. Um, Baker looks like he's going to play. Jarvis is going to play. Odell needs to factor into this game. The Steelers, I, I mean, Najee Harris is good. Big Ben's been playing better. Their defense is solid. This is going to be a shit show, in my opinion. Um, Chubb is back, too. That's big for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, De Dearness Johnson had a great game last week, but 
they need a part of that tandem back against a defense such as the Steelers. It's going to be a physical, you know, knockdown, drag out, as they say, ball game. Um, this is a toss-up to me. You know, I, this is a toss-up to me. I like the Browns at home, but I'm not convinced the Steelers won't win because we've seen it so many times in our lives. Um, I'm going to take the Brownies by a field goal in this game. Hopefully I don't jinx them. Sorry, guys. If, if they lose this, I'll pick against you the rest of the year. I'm going to take the Brownies at home by a field goal, but it's going to be like 20-17. to 17. It's not. I don't think it's going to be a shootout, personally. I know Nate says take the over. I agree with him at the beginning. The more I think about it, the more I don't like it. I don't know what the weather is going to be like in Cleveland, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but either way, knockdown, drag out, Browns win by three. I don't think anybody, uh, any Browns fan in America will give a shit if it's 6-3 to three or 66-63. So um, let's hop down here. Uh, Brian Harvey, your Eagles, playing the 0-7 Lions. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, go Lions. Woo. The Eagles are going to win the game. I have no faith in the Lions whatsoever. I do think Jared Goff is better than people give him credit for, and I think DeAndre Swift is a very good running back in the in this league. But no. Cancel them out. They're done. Uh, Dolphins at Bills. Bills by 100. That's not even a fucking question to me. The Bills are going to slaughter the Dolphins. Get that Dan Marino revenge for how much he owned the city of Buffalo uh, during his time. Fuck them. Bills by 100. Uh, the Panthers are at the Falcons. This game is interesting. Uh, Gilmore is finally going to be playing for the Panthers. Still no run CMC, though. So this is kind of a hot take. I have nothing against the Atlanta Falcons, and actually, I'm the Matt Ryan supporter on this podcast, um, as opposed to Sky's vitriol against Matt Ryan, who is a league MVP, by the way. Um, I'm going to go Panthers. They're desperate. They have a lot of guys back this week. Uh, Get the ball to DJ Moore, and you're fucking good. That's all it takes. Get the ball to DJ Moore. I like the Panthers on the road in that game. Just my opinion. Patriots or Chargers? Uh, what's the over-under on passing yards in this game? 800? Because I think both Mac and Justin are going to put up incredible numbers. Give me the Chargers at home. They got embarrassed in Baltimore two weeks ago. They had a bye week. They've had a lot of time to prep. Patriots lost a heartbreaker. Fuck them. Three and five. Sorry, Bill. Give me the Chargers. Um, let's hop down here. I'm going to skip over that game for just a minute. Football team at the Broncos. Shout out to my brother Evan. I'm taking the football team in Denver. If they can't win on the road against Case Keenum and Dearness Johnson, they can't win at home against Terry McLaurin. I'm taking the Washington football team in this game. I'm excited to watch it, though. I think it's going to be kind of a shit show. It's it's one of those games where either they win like 16-13 or it's like 38-35. There's no in-between. So... Uh, let's go down here. Buccaneers at Saints. Uh, my heart's telling me, go with the Saints, man. You know, Jameis, Alvin, the boys. Never had anything against the Saints, really, besides when they beat Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl, but I've gotten over that since. I'm not going to go against Tom. Give me the Bucs. That place is going to be rocking. It's going to be a shit show in New Orleans, but give me the Bucs. Sunday night football, we got... Cowboys and Vikings, uh, <laughs> you know it's going to be loud as hell in Minneapolis. Cowboys are fucking good, though. I mean, they've looked legitimately like one of the best five teams in the NFL so far this year. I entirely thought Dak's ankle was going to be a problem. It's not. 
Um, they've been feeding Zeke more. Um, CD Lamb's emerging. Amari Cooper's kind of been uh, a T.Y. Hilton ghost, but he's still very, obviously very good. Um, they're going to get Gallup back soon. Yeah. I think Mike Zimmer has his boys ready, but give me the Cowboys by a field goal. That's when I'm going to go there. And I hate saying that because I hate the NFC East and the markets. But I'm going to hop up to a game that uh, is near and dear to my heart, and I want to know what everybody else thinks. By the way, after I get this opinion, please, Twitter, at SmallMarketINS, Instagram and TikTok, Small Market Insecurities. Guys, follow us. Interact with us. We want to hear from you. You're the people. We are the people's podcast. Um, Jaguars at Seahawks. Now, I'm not saying this because I'm a Jags fan, guys. I truly believe... The Seahawks with Geno Smith are as hapless as the Lions offensively. I mean, they are bad. They lose at home. They lose to the Saints at home when they only give up 13 points. I think Trevor and company have been off for a week. They got their first win in London. I think Urban and the Bo- Urban, you know, gets that Ohio State, USC, Pete Carroll, the Rose Bowl, feel to it. I think they go up to Seattle and actually get the win. Um, I might be the only person in America that thinks that, including the other seven Jaguars fans that exist on planet Earth. But give me the Jags in that game. So I'm not going to talk about the Monday night game. We'll go over Giants and Chiefs uh, next week. We'll give live updates. I think the Chiefs win for the record. But let's move right along. Let's do a little NBA analysis. So tomorrow night, we got the Magic at Toronto. I'm looking forward to this. Cole Anthony played the game of his life last night. I was watching the Magic, you know, I, I don't have his stat line pulled up, but it was 20-something and then double-digit boards. Uh, he may have ended up with a triple-double, to be honest. But uh, Orlando at Toronto, that's fun. You know, they'll have Drake court size. It'll be a good time. Uh, Pacers at Nets. Come on, Zabonis, do the right thing and beat the big market. We believe in you. Um, the Hornets, who are balling the fuck out, are in Miami, who, as you recall, we talked about last week, um, did beat the Bucks by 42 points. Um, I'm scrolling down here. I'm looking through some of the stats for that game. The Hornets lead the entire National Basketball Association in points per game with 121.2. They're they're putting up almost 96 shots a game, and they're hitting 47%. Third, you know, almost 14 threes uh, made per game. They're attempting 33. I mean, these numbers are astronomical. Um, they're also getting 40, almost 47 boards a night. I like the Hornets. I think they're fun to watch. Um, that's going to be a good matchup with Miami. I think that's going to be one of the uh, one of the premier matchups tomorrow night. And it is at 7.30 on ESPN if you want to tune in and watch it. Um, we're going to keep going here. The Kings at New Orleans. Shout out to both franchises. We love you both. Uh, that'll be a good one at 8 o'clock. Sadly, we're seeing here that tickets are as low as $4. It's not what you want to see there. But the Kings are hanging in there. Obviously, Darren Fox and company are doing a good job. They're averaging uh, 110.5 points a game. It's 12th in the league. Uh, need to pick up those boards numbers, boys. They're only uh, 20th in the league at 40, almost 46 a night. Doing a good job distributing the rock, though. 24.5 assists per game. That's 11th in the league. So that'll be a good game to tune into tomorrow night between the Kings and the Pelicans. Um, let's scroll down here. We got Dallas at Denver. Jokic. Get back as soon as you can, buddy, because Denver's going to need them to contend. Although, it's not like Jamal Murray can't carry a team and drop 50 points a night if he needs to. Um, we talked about it earlier. Clippers at Portland. I love this game. Uh, 
Dame, keep it up, dude. Let's go through Dame stats real quick. Uh, Dame, off the bat, he's averaging uh, almost 18 a night so far. Um, he's only shooting 33.3% from the field. That's obviously something that can be improved upon. Um, from three, though, he's, you know, yeah, it's okay. A couple boards. Averaging eight dimes a night, too. Getting a couple steals. Um, not to sound like I'm putting it all on the Dame Dollar, but he needs to step it up just a little bit. Uh, if he wants to see the team, you know, progress. They are sixth in the league right now at 114.3 points per game. They're eighth with 48 boards a night. Um, the assists are kind of the number that makes sense, though, in terms of the team basketball. Uh, they're 23rd. They're averaging almost 22 a night. So just a little bit of, you know, work that can be done in Portland in terms of ball movement, but I think they'll be fine. And then we got everybody's game, the game of the night. Cavs fans will stay up late. Maybe LeBron will play, maybe he won't. He picks and chooses when he plays now. So um, Cleveland heads out to the Staples Center. That'd be a hell of a game. Cleveland's defense has been incredible. They uh, they really thumped the Clippers last night. I think they held them to 87 total points. So Evan Mobley's been looking really good in the defensive end along with the other guys uh, you know, playing there in Cleveland. So uh, Sexton's putting up numbers. Um, trade Kevin Love. That's for you, Sky and Brian. So... Um, we'll hop over to Saturday real quick. Uh, Orlando at Detroit. That should be an interesting one. Once again, I think Orlando will probably take that. Um, the Knicks travel down to New Orleans. Come on, Pelicans. We believe in you. Uh, Toronto goes to the Pacers. Once again, can Savonis and company uh, hold off You know the Raptors? I, we'll see. Um, Utah goes to Chicago. Guys, hashtag take note, man. They've been balling. They just took out the Nuggets last night. We'll see how they do on Saturday night. Um, Chicago's been playing well. I know Lonzo had a triple-double this week. That should be a fun matchup. Um, Miami goes to Memphis. Yep, Ja Morant. Big fucking shout-out to Ja Morant. The Memphis Grizzlies have been playing well, but Ja is the only man in the league going into play tonight, which tips off in roughly five minutes, um, that's averaging over 30 a night. I don't see that changing. He'll be right around that 29-32 to 32 all season long. So, shout out to Ja. Also, go to the FedEx Center and please watch the goddamn game. There's tickets available for $6. That's embarrassing. Come on, guys. If I lived in Memphis, I'd be going down there all the time. Uh, Spurs at Bucks. Bucks haven't started off as hot as they want. We'll see how that goes. You know, San Antonio always plays well defensively under Greg Popovich. Um, but Milwaukee, man, you know, you got the Greek freak. You got Giannis. You got Middleton. They got pieces, man. You know, Bobby Portis. They got guys. Uh, Pat Connaughton's been contributing a lot this year, so that'll be a fun one if you're into that. I know a lot of us will be watching college football, which is very fair. Um, let's hop over to OKC at Golden State. RIP OKC, you're going down. Uh, Denver at Minnesota, no Jokic, good game. We'll see what happens. And then the Cavs do the three and four night thing where they go to the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker against Colin Sexton. Treat the fans well there in Phoenix if that's the game you choose to watch. Hop over to Sunday. Go Kings go at Dallas. Um, that is the afternoon spot. And then you have Portland at Charlotte. Oh, God damn it. That's a game that on this podcast we are very torn. We love the Trailblazers and we love the Hornets. So that'll be fun, though, to watch Excuse me, Dame against uh, LaMelo there. Uh, Utah at Milwaukee. Jesus Christ. I mean, if, you're not, if you don't want to watch football and you'd rather be watching hoops on Sunday, God damn, you could do a lot worse these matchups. Uh, take note against Fear the Deer on Sunday night. 
Detroit will go to Brooklyn and lose by 30. And uh, that other game doesn't matter. So that is the uh, weekend preview of the NBA right there. Guys, please make sure you go back and uh, lay those bets for the parlay for the NFL and the NBA. Now let's hop over to the ice. We have quite a few good games this weekend. Um, Florida puts their undefeated ass on the line. 7-0-1-0, guys. Best start in franchise history. Um, they're at Detroit. It's a feisty-ass Red Wings team. <laughs> was cracking up last night that their uh, equipment manager suck a stick out, which is customary in hockey when a guy breaks a stick, but he clotheslined a player for the opposing team, which, fucking find that pigeon. But uh, we got that one tomorrow night. Columbus goes to the Rangers. A lot of ties here. You know, Artemi Panarin. Not many of the guys left to play with them, but a few did. We'll see if there's any bad blood. There shouldn't be, but who knows? Um, I, you know, those first two games, Florida at Detroit, toss-up, man, whomever. You know, I don't have a bet on that. Um, I like Columbus's odds in New York, though. I think the Rangers are eh. They haven't played as well as I thought they would. So, Arizona at the Capitals. Uh, Capitals by five goals. Um, Chicago, they're winless. <laughs> Still, they had a shit show week. Everybody's stepping down. Nobody knows if Joel Quenville's even going to be still be the coach in Florida with the Panthers after all this fucking mess, disgusting mess. So um, I like Carolina in that game. Chicago, you can stay losing. Um, Anaheim at Vegas, give me Vegas. They're getting back on track. Uh, Ottawa at Dallas. Dallas came to Columbus. I watched them play this week. They looked so bad, and they're not going to look that bad all season. Ottawa may be that bad. So give me Dallas. Saturday, Islanders at, at Preds. 1.30 p.m. It's a fun game. Um, Matt Barzal against, you know, Soros. The Isles are a fucking wagon. I like them a lot. I'm going to say give me the Isles on the road in Nashville. Skipping down, Winnipeg at San Jose. That's a goddamn toss-up, to be honest. I like Winnipeg's front nine forwards. I think guys like Kyle Connor are incredible talents. But I don't like... <laughs> I don't like him on the road, and San Jose has overachieved this year exponentially. So, give me, uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to pick a winner in that fucking game. Um, Saturday night, assuming Florida gets out of the night before in Detroit with a win, they have the luxury of going to Boston that night. They're going to lose this weekend. The Panthers are losing this weekend. They're taking an L. You know, they're playing a hot wings team, and then they're playing a, a damn solid Bruins team. Um, yeah, they're taking it out this week. So, weekend. Top down here, Detroit to Toronto. Fuck. Toronto's a dumpster fire. The Red Wings may go up there and beat them. Um, let's go to this New Jersey and Pittsburgh matchup. I like this. Crosby's not playing tonight, Thursday night, during recording, obviously. But I really like this matchup solely because they've still put up numbers um, against... Uh, you know, without him. So, sorry, I just gans there for a second like an absolute pigeon. Um, New Jersey's been playing well. Jack Hughes out with a dislocated shoulder is tough for Devils fans, but that'll be a good game. Um, Chicago at St. Louis, goddamn, give me St. Louis. Tarasenko had the sauciest dangle the other day. They're without O'Reilly, though, and they haven't been without O'Reilly. The Blues haven't in three years. So... That'll be interesting, but I still think they'll get the job done. Um, let's hop down here. Minnesota at Colorado. Guys, Colorado, the Avs. My preseason pick. 
to take home the cup. They have been struggling mightily to start the year off. Um, that being said, they're at home. They're at the Pepsi Center in Denver. Uh, Minnesota's a good team. Uh, tonight, actually, they're putting Fiala and uh, Kaprizov on the same line. We'll see how that line gels together with the chemistry. Um, they're a good team, but I still like Colorado at home in that game. Um, Saturday night, Edmonton and Vancouver, and I have a few statistics. Excuse me. Um, let's go top three points, guys, in the NHL right now, shall we? Connor McDavid, 15 points. Ovi, 13 points. Leon Dreisaitl, 12 points. What's the common denominator? 67% of that, what I just said. Plays for Edmonton. I like Edmonton. They're fun to watch. I like Vancouver, too. They got Horvat back, you know, their captain, the big guy. They got Petty. They got Quinn Hughes. We talk about him all the time. Uh, Tucker Pullman was skating today again, which is great. I still like uh, I still like Edmonton on the road, though, in that game. And then Philly goes to Calgary. Uh, give me Johnny Hammond fucking cheese all night long. Uh, good matchup, though. Philly just took out, uh, just won a nice game against Edmonton last night. And I know Cam Atkinson had a few goals for them. So um, give me Calgary, though, anyways. I don't care. I am a big Johnny Ham and Cheese guy. Uh, Halloween Sunday. We got a, got a few good ones. Arizona's going to go get their asses kicked in Carolina. That's, you know, to be expected. Uh, Buffalo's going to go out to the Kings. Buffalo is overachieved. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. Uh, the Kings are god fucking awful. So, I don't care. I, don't, I honestly don't give a shit. They're, neither one of them is making playoffs, so fuck them. Uh, Columbus at New Jersey. That'll be fun. Um, looking at the stats here, Elvis Merzlikens, currently 1.48 goals against for the Blue Jackets. I really, really like that. His save percentage is second in the NHL too. Um, he's a 9.52 save percentage. So, the, but those two things, you know, going for him, I, I kind of like the Blue Jackets odds there. That being said, New Jersey, not a bad team. Um, they did take one on the chin the other night uh, against Calgary, but you give up four goals in the first period and anything could happen. So I like that a lot. Let's hop down here. And the last game of the night, the Rangers uh, head to the crack house in Seattle. Um, give me the Rangers. I, I Seattle, Godspeed. You guys have all the best intentions, you know. Eh. So not a overly big fan of Seattle at home against a Rangers team that may be coming off a loss on Friday night. People are asking. Um, I did want to give a few team stats uh, while we're here. Um, currently, the Blues, just for the right, you know, for the people at home, the Blues are leading the NHL with five goals a game. Then you go Philly, Florida, Carolina, Edmonton, and Pittsburgh, and the Caps and the Jets all above four. Kyle Connor's numbers, by the way, he's like fourth in the league in points for the Jets, as I referenced earlier. What the Penguins are doing without most of their top line is incredible. Um, you know. Those, they're leading in goals per game. You hop down to the bottom here. Coyotes, less than two. Maple Leafs, there's no reason for them to be averaging two goals a game. They're not just not good. Um, so, yeah. Just wanted to throw out a few more stats. Or just to give you guys an idea of which, which teams are vibing offensively now. If you want to tune into a game on ESPN or TNT, um, listen to the sultry tones of Paul Bissonette and Wayne Gretzky go back and forth. By all means. Um, let me see here. Let's go to college football real quick. Give you guys a few lines. I'm not going to tell you where to lay your bets this week. I'm just going to, you know, kind of let you know what's going on. Small market world. Sorry, Troy and Coastal Carolina are going on tonight, so don't worry about it. Um, 
We got South Florida, East Carolina, ECU minus six, over under a 53 and a half. Navy and Tulsa, Tulsa minus 12, 45 and a half for the over under. Um, let's scroll down here. Holy fuck. Iowa, Wisconsin is 36 and a half. Just take the under. Just do yourself the favor. Take the under. Um, Wake Forest, fuck you for last week, but they're minus 15 with a nice and a half over under against Duke. Let me scroll down a little further here. And let's see if we see anything else ridiculous. What's Cincinnati sitting at this week? Cincinnati goes to Tulane, so they're going to New New Orleans, the Big Easy. Definitely not what they call my ex-girlfriends. Cincinnati's got to be hella favored in this game, though. I just can't find it on this goddamn website. Here we go. Cincinnati minus 23 with an over-under of 62.5. So I would probably take that, but that's just me. Man, maybe we'll see. The people are asking. The people are asking. So that should pretty much wrap up this weekend drive. Guys, we appreciate you listening to this. Sorry I've been so goddamn loopy <laughs> during this episode. Um, you never know what will happen when you're talking to yourself in a dark apartment. So um, once again, we appreciate you guys listening. Twitter, at SmallMarketINS. Instagram and TikTok, Small Market Insecurities. Follow us on everything. Guys, we, we love questions. We love user questions. Um, if you have suggestions for um, a segment on the show, we're happy to you know take suggestions for that as well. Um, if you like the gambling, great. If you don't like it, well, too fucking bad. Gambling's taken over the world, much like alcohol did thousands of years ago. So um, for myself and the rest of the team that is not here with me tonight, this has been your host, Phil Razor, saying small market insecurities pairs well with booze. <laughs>